Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing. But it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next step on your journey today on Talking Sense. Congratulations, you have a new little one on the way. You have so much to prepare before they arrive, and it can feel so overwhelming. From registries to birthing plans, you have a lot of decisions to make. And many of those decisions are going to have a financial impact for your family. So we want to take a little bit of time to help you plan ahead in getting you to baby-proof your budget. So I know this is a topic, Mark, that you have a lot of personal Mm -hmm. experience with, so I feel excited to hear your input. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, I I feel like sometimes we kind of set you up to to just kind of be like, "Mm -hmm, sure, sounds good. Um, but we are talking about financial principles in general. So when life changes happen, Mm -hmm. there are things that you're going to need to prepare for. And with baby proofing your budget, you know enough about budgeting that we can pull some stuff here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have a lot of uh, experience birthing, uh, traveling ideas and, uh, financial plans. There you go. Just draw the parallels in this Uh role from there. Um, (laughs) so we're going to just give you some tips that we can, um, hopefully help you get ready because there's a lot. I know from my experience, genuinely, everything feels big, everything feels important and none of it's cheap. Um, I have my, uh, my oldest is about to have her second and you would think with a second child, everything's less expensive because you've Mm -hmm. already got a lot of stuff. Well, She is of the type that if she doesn't use it for a year, she gets rid of it. Oh, wow. And so we are kind of starting from scratch again. Oh, man. Um, But the first thing you can do (laughs) as the new parents-to-be is control what you can. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that are going to be outside of your control, but there are a lot of things you can plan ahead for. I was going to say, with the baby, it seems like pretty much everything's out. Everything with the baby is out of your control. (laughs) You're just going to have to figure that out as you go. We're all just figuring it out as we go. But there are things that you can plan ahead for. First thing is to check with your employer. Do they pay for maternity leave, paternity leave at all? Mm -hmm. It goes the gambit. Some places you get six weeks, eight weeks paid. Sometimes you got to use your paid time off and then you're on your own. You can be off for a while because there's protections in place, but you're certainly not getting paid. I mean, it definitely seems like, I don't know, at least it's my perception that culture, society, uh, workplace has gotten a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, accommodating as far as paternity and maternity leave go. Interestingly, corporate America has moved quicker than, you know, most of America's small businesses. Mm-hmm. And most of our small businesses either can't afford to mm-hmm. or just aren't able to, willing to. Yeah. Um, I know for, for mine, it's she's going to be using her sick leave and then she's going to be on her own. So she's planning ahead by saving, okay. which is what Good. you can control. Yes. If you know that they don't have that for you, you can go ahead and start saving now to plan for the time period when you're not going to be employed. Mm. Another thing you can do is if you are planning to get pregnant but have not yet and your employer offers um, short-term disability, Mm -hmm. you can actually get short-term disability and use that during your leave. And if your employer pays for your leave, you still get to use your short-term disability so it can help kind of offset some of those expenses. Mm -hmm. Um, In most cases, you need to check with your provider, of course. Gotcha. Okay, so is that uh, something that you can use on any sort of short-term disability policy or is that like specific ones? So you have to meet the requirements. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, with any insurance, there's usually going to be some sort of elimination period. So when I had my, my last baby, I had short-term disability because at that time we didn't do the full paid leave like we Mm -hmm. do now. Um, And what I did was I, um, 
it, it you had like two weeks you had to be out before it would start covering. Okay. But then it covered the rest of my maternity leave. Wow. So I was okay. able to really, and since it's after tax dollars, I walked away in better shape than even my paycheck provides at the time. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you don't have that, then you need to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. And you also need to consider like what the insurance costs will be for the new baby and make sure you're planning ahead for your budget to absorb that yeah. after you go back to work and after the baby's here. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely kind of the, the main one that mm-hmm. I would be thinking about and planning for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and another thing is find out what your insurance provider will cover mm-hmm. because you need to financially be thinking, okay, how am I going to take care of, cause having a baby is not cheap. How, how are you going to pay for the hospital stay? Cause everybody, you may not know this or you may, if you've ever had surgery, there's the doctor's cost, then there's the anesthesiologist oh, yeah, and there's then like there's the facility and then there's the person who might've taken an x-ray and then there's the person who stands in the corner that bills you separately. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So everything is billed separately. Mm-hmm. So it's important to understand what your insurance provider will cover. Mm-hmm. And then another cool trick that I found out through a friend is that a lot of insurance providers will actually pay for a pump and you're not going to be able to appreciate this, but those suckers run two to $500. Is that a pun? No, they are expensive. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, no, that was not on purpose. Um, but pumps can be expensive. So if your yeah. your provider is willing to reimburse you for it, then get your money. Um, and then also you can pay down debts. If you've got a lot mm-hmm. of debt that you're paying towards on a monthly basis, getting some of that taken care of before baby arrives means you have less load on the family budget once they're here. Um, so we already talked about building up the savings. And then the last thing that I feel like you, or there's two more things that you can really control are creating your registry early and having a plan for how to cover your gotta have it items just in case people aren't able to pay for those. But creating Mm. the registry early means you get to share it a lot Yeah. and it gives people time to plan ahead for those expenses. If I, oh my gosh, anytime, uh, that this may happen in the future, I, Definitely will be having quite a few of these uh, uh, registries and showers <laughs> and all of that. One of my uh, one of my good friends uh, is about to have a baby here in a few months and they've had probably at least like four or five showers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's the way to do it. It's huge. My church that. did one where everybody just gave gift cards to the same store. Hmm. It was fantastic because it, it okay. took the burden off of them, yeah. but, but also helped us a ton. I would say if you're going to create a registry, make one online mm-hmm. and then also have a brick and mortar. For any registry, by the way, because mm-hmm. some people like to go shop. They want to put their hands on the things. Other people are cool with using an online platform. I'm usually last minute, so I like to go to a brick and mortar store so I can grab it on the way. <laughs> you know. And then the last thing in controlling what you can is getting a head start on daycare. Wow. Getting into daycare okay. is probably harder than getting into college at this point, I'm pretty sure. Um, a lot of facilities closed during COVID. Mm. So your ability to do it is, is harder. I was part of a daycare um, advisory board. And when they increased minimum wage, it made it so that our price that we had to pass on to the parents was just ridiculous. So we kind of had to find a happy medium. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, we have support from the it's part of a church. So we have support from the church to help offset it. But it it, a lot of daycares have had to close. So you may be on a waiting list for six months. You need to go ahead and Mm. put your name on a few waiting lists so that hopefully when baby arrives, they've got an opening. Sounds like I need to start a daycare. Yes. Uh, well, they're kind of expensive <laughs> to run is the problem. Um, but controlling what you can is the first place to start. And the next thing I would say is keep it simple. Hmm. There are a bajillion different gadgets out there that, that swear they're going to be the thing that makes parenting easier. Mm-hmm. And some of them are really cool. Like there were a ton when my kids were little. There's way more now. Yeah. But 
<laughs> if you focus on all of these different things, you could spend way more money on things that baby won't care about or won't use or won't use for a while. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're trying to plan for a new baby, if you're trying to get all of the things they're going to need in their first five years, mm-hmm. but you don't have the family support to get you there, maybe focus on the things you're going to need the first month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe what, like a good pacifier? Uh, diapers. <laughs> you can't ever have too many diapers. I mean, anything, I feel like anything that can put the baby to sleep uh, instantly. That's, that doesn't exist, darling. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> but I will say um, KK has chosen to do that. She's focusing because she's likely mm-hmm. going to need to move in the next year um, just because of her husband's job. Mm-hmm. So what she's focused on is a car seat, stroller, getting something for baby to sleep in. Pack mm-hmm. and play is where they're probably going to start because the reality is baby's not going to be in their own room at first usually. So having a, a fancy nursery is not a priority for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, diapers, diaper bag, things like that. She's sticking to the basics mm-hmm. for now. Now, if she gets all of that stuff, she'll add some more things to her registry, but she wants to keep the focus on the things she needs first. Yeah. And I think that's really smart. Yeah. You can always add items later, um, but making sure your must-haves are covered is more important. And, and I would encourage people to talk to other parents mm-hmm. uh, now. To be clear, every baby is different. My son loved a swing that went side to side. Could not stand a swing front to back. My daughter could not stand a swing side to side. She wanted a swing that went front to back. So every baby's wow. different. But yeah. if you said, what's your must-have item? What's the thing that you could not live without with your child? Mm-hmm. They're going to have some stories to tell. And if you notice patterns or you notice things that people go, man, we thought this was going to be really important. Baby didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. That can help you kind of filter your list and make your higher priorities a little more um you know understand like you can know which ones are going to be the higher priorities by leaning into others so what blanky stuffed animal is that blankets uh, receiving blankets yes fancy blankets not really necessary at least not for me yeah. you know again everybody's different well, it's w- whatever the the baby mm-hmm. likes right <laughs> exactly well the baby likes mama that's it usually first okay. first month mama baby and daddy and that's about all baby wants Um, or whatever parent, you know, organization you've got in your household. Um, but read reviews too, because there are some products that are newer that just don't, you know, when they look really cool, but then when you see the reviews, you see, okay, it broke after three or four uses or it, it's been inconsistent. If you notice inconsistent reviews, that's another kind of red flag. And then my favorite piece of advice and what I have used a lot is tapping into your friends for hand-me-downs. I have been very blessed with most of my children to have someone whose kid is like six months to a year ahead of me Mm -hmm. who I can just be like, give me all the things you don't want anymore. Yeah. Because if it can be washed, I don't care if it's new. If I can clean it, I don't care if it's new. We've all been babies before. So exactly. Well, and everybody should have that stuff. (laughs) It's really helpful if you have a friend who's like got a lot of family that buys clothes and things like that, Mm because clothing is one of the biggest expenses that you're going to have long term. Mm-hmm. And so being able to get those for free or for cheap has been really, really awesome for us. Nice. And, you know, if you've got a lot of people, once their kids out of that baby phase, they want to get some of that stuff out of their house. Mm-hmm. And so being able to get swings secondhand and things like that can really save you a lot if you've got access to it. OK, I guess I'm going to start calling people just making my <laughs> my uh, collection of uh, stuff to keep around for future mm-hmm. babies yep okay and then do you have have you ever had something set up on a subscription just to have it delivered regularly yeah i'm gonna tell you one thing that i learned with my first pregnancy is automate anything that you can mm-hmm. because you will forget i forgot to pay bills not because we didn't have money because i just 
forgot I was tired and you know <laughs> surviving deprived. yes um and so with Amelia when I had her um subscribe and save was a thing which yeah. I don't care which service you use it's just the one I chose but we had our diapers delivered our wipes delivered and even certain baby items that are you know you're going to go through them mm-hmm. we could have those delivered on a subscription it saved me like 15 percent by doing it that way oh yeah so I was saving money and it was coming straight to my door and I even had our dog food set up on auto ship because then I wouldn't forget because it was heavy and I couldn't really carry it easily. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's things like that that you can do to just help yourself. Now, be mindful, though, that those can get out of hand, too. So mm-hmm. when you have something set up to auto ship, mm-hmm. make sure you're paying attention to it and you don't end up with a big old stockpile of it because that's not a good prudent use of your money gummy bears would for sure be on my list there you go (laughs) i will say gum was on ours for my husband um (laughs) and then like i said before bill payments if you can automate them it would be a good idea too because you're going to have your hands full um so we talked about controlling what you can we talked about keeping it simple the last thing we're going to talk about is keeping the outside noise turned off keeping up with the joneses is absolutely going to lead to overspending putting too much pressure on yourself um, so don't let these outside influences affect your financial decisions. I'm just going to be honest with you. That baby does not care what their nursery looks like. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying you you mm-hmm. can't, but don't give yourself that pressure. Well, I think that what that just means whenever you have a really nice nursery is just that uh, probably just a reflection of you because I, I mean, I think it's more to make the parent feel comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. I mean, my kids had cute nurseries. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. what I focused on, again, it was within our budget. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to go out and have, you know, do the paint job and do the cute cute decorations. Just make sure you've budgeted for them. Don't put yourself in debt just to show off on, on Facebook to your friends about how cool your nursery looks. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Um, I'm never going to have much to say about how you spend your money unless you're overspending. Um, that's, that's really where we stay. And like baby reveals, people will have these crazy baby reveals and I'm thinking, oh my word, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, if Mm. family member wants to throw that for you, cool. But if you're about to go into debt just to have a fancy baby reveal, maybe consider your, your motivations and your values there and be careful. When did those even become a thing? I I honestly, they were not a thing whenever I grew up. I I feel like it's been in the last five or so years. I I know they were doing them when we were pregnant with Amelia, but I had, they were not very common. And then all of a sudden it got really big Mm -hmm. and she's turning five in January. So I feel like it's been more recent. Yeah. And we did one for KK, but it was just like close family Mm -hmm. and it was small. Um, So I I think it's just, it's okay to do again, but just stay in your budget. Mm -hmm. The key is to always remember your financial why and align your financial decisions, no matter what part of your, your body, body. Wow. (laughs) Your financial lifestyle that you're talking about. I'm mixing up baby with just everything I'm trying to say at this point. Um, Lots of experience. Yes. So that means reviewing and your budget and carving out space for the new expenses you're going to need to plan for as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've done most of the talking to try to save you, Mark, but I am going to make you contribute (laughs) here to our two cents. So so go there first. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, I uh, didn't have a, a whole lot to say on this topic, but what I can definitely appreciate is that bringing a new life into the world, I'm sure, is equal parts uh, amazing and overwhelming. So take some time as you prepare for this new adventure to begin this journey on the right foot. And also your journey to true financial independence is going to include a lot of really exciting, joyful twists and turns. Your growing family is looking to you for wisdom So take some time to make sure that your financial decisions are aligning with your values so that you can make a swift journey to your true financial independence. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Again, if you're welcoming that little baby, I hope you're getting lots of sleep and we look forward to meeting you next time. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Wealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult with a financial advisor before making any investments, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.